It hurts, doesn't it? When you think about the story that brought you to this place where you're a single parent, the story of how you got here hurts. It might be a fresh wound, it might be an old wound, but it's a wound, and there's pain involved that caused it. Now, whether or not it's when you put the kids to bed and you look at them as they drift off to sleep, or it just happens to be those few minutes where you're not immediately mom or dad or employee or boss or whatever titles you get during the day, in those few minutes when you think about your story, there's an ache there. Well, my name is Alex. Welcome to the Single Parent Preacher Podcast. And I know that pain because I have that pain. Because that's my story. When I was much younger, I got a degree in ministry. I was even a youth pastor for a few years. And before that, I was raised by a single parent. My parents got divorced when I was 11. And if it wasn't for that, I might not be sitting here right now recording this thing for us. Because after my parents got divorced, my dad went to church. And then on the every other weekend, because he wasn't the one with custody, the every other weekend, that's when I went to church. That's how I got saved. And that is how everything else started. So without single parents, and without single parents who don't have custody, who only have every other weekend, I'm probably not sitting here right now. And now I'm a single parent. I've gone through my own story of pain. And I have been on both sides where I only had weekends and now I'm on the side where I have the custody, where I have the primary time. And it's a different experience on both sides, but the responsibilities for what we do or what is important to teach our kids are the same. And when I reached out to Google, when I reached out for resources for Christian single parents, I didn't really find any. They were pretty lacking from what I saw. In fact, the first couple of websites that I clicked on weren't articles to single parents. They were articles to churches about how to address the increasing amount of single parents. I went on the Census Bureau website and found a graphic from 2016 that said 20.2 million children in America were being raised by a single parent, mostly single mothers. And when I tried to find something to say, okay, I'm a single parent, but I also go to church, how do I engage with God? I, I couldn't find anything. So let me welcome you again to the Single Parent Preacher Podcast, <laughs> where we're going to try to find a place where we can find how God wants us to interact with him, with our kids, how we can heal from our stories of pain 
with him, even though our family situation is broken. He hasn't given up on us. He's still there for us. He's still there for our kids. We may be single parents, but we're not parenting alone. There is a God with us and with our kids at all times. And while you can't really leave your kids at home and go to the store because when you come back and somebody's gone, hey, why are these kids sitting here by themselves? You go, oh, I left them with God. You can't really do that. God is there to comfort them, to comfort you, to keep everyone healing and together. And we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks, about how that works. How do we work that in to our already busy lives? How do we work that in? And in this first episode, I just want to get a ground ground rules, the basics for me anyway, stuff that you're going to hear me talk about over and over again. We're going to talk about a couple of verses that I think are really fundamental to our understanding, to what we need to be doing. We're going to start in Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This verse is pretty straightforward. Teach your kids what they should do, how they should treat people, and it'll stick with them. The challenge as a single parent is you don't have a counterbalance person. So you have to be the disciplinarian when things go wrong to teach them right from wrong. And when they do something wrong, you have to do that. But you also have to be the nurturing force that lets good things grow in them and encourages that while being able to flip the switch and say, no, that's wrong. That can be very difficult. That is a transition that if done poorly can cause all sorts of weird conflicts, even in yourself, because then you start wondering, is this a thing that I need to discipline or encourage or how much should I encourage or how much should I, it, it's, it's confusing and you don't have anybody to bounce it off of. So you just kind of figure it out, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how, how to balance our approach so that our kids can see that no matter whether we're the disciplinarian or the nurturer, no matter which one we are at any given time, that they know that we love them and that we will protect them and that God is still there and God still loves them. Our second verse is Romans 12, 2. I'm reading one as well. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. 
it's very, very easy to get overwhelmed with everything. You have to go to work. You have to go to daycare. You have to go to church. You have to go grocery shopping. You have friends to talk to. Your kids, maybe they have activities to, to do. Homework. All of these things to do. It is so easy to get overwhelmed. And when we look at the world, we see a world that is overwhelmed with work, with busy, with pushing, 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 pushing. And when you're the only one, it can drag you down, pull you down to the point where you can't find the hope. Where what your kids see is mommy or daddy is just exhausted all the time. And when it reaches the point where they say, mommy, daddy, can we play? Maybe you just don't have the energy. And then... When they go to bed, when they give you that sad face and they go to bed, you lay there and you feel guilty because you just couldn't do it. And you want so bad to do everything you can for your kids. I think that's every parent, single or not. You want to do everything you can for your kids. And when you can't, it feels awful. It is terrible. It's a terrible feeling. But we have to stay strong. Not just that, we have to be healing. Because we can get overwhelmed by our day-to-day busy. And that gives us little or no time to heal from the situation that brought us to this place. Of being a single parent. Of being overwhelmed by the day-to-day because we don't have a second set of hands. We need to be healing. And I'll tell you why. When you're holding on to an emotional bag, for lack of a better way to say it, and you're not letting it go, you're not healing, you're not taking stuff out, it weighs you down. It slows you down. It makes tasks that shouldn't be as exhausting as they are more exhausting. So we need to be healing. We need to be getting better. We need to be transformed by the renewal of our minds and not let the world tell us that we need to stay this busy and we need to carry all these things and we don't have the time for it. We don't have the time for it. We don't have the time for it. We can't let the world stop us from healing and getting closer to God. And I'll give you a simple in concept example. As I said at the beginning, our stories are stories of pain. And the stories of pain that involve other person, the other parent. How you discuss them, how you talk about them, how you react to them being spoken about is going to impact your kids. If you are talking trash about their other parent is going to affect your child, your child's relationship with that parent. Exodus 20.12 says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. That's a verse about how children should treat their parents, but it's also a value that we have to instill in our children. Because if 
we don't talk about them well, they're not going to. And sometimes the very old saying, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That might be the best that you can do. But it's paramount that we don't put our pain from what happened onto our kids. We need to find other outlets to help us heal. A pastor, a therapist, a friend, somebody that we can talk to, that we can let it out, and that can help us get restored. Because the world may say, oh, this happened to you? You get to say whatever you want about the person that did that to you for as long as you want. The reality is, doing that hurts you. It hurts your kids. You're not being healed. Jesus says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you're still saying hurtful things and still feeling that pain every time their name comes up, you need to look into that. You need to talk to somebody. You need to pray about that. You need to start the healing process, and it is a process. It's important to not get discouraged by the fact that it is a process and not get discouraged if you start to make progress and then you fall back. It's important to not let that discouragement lead you to giving up. We're going to talk more about that next time, about starting the process and how to push through it, how to push through the discouragement and persevere because the rest of Romans 12, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The process is the testing. And by doing that, we can find how God is directing us to heal, how he wants us to progress now that we're in this situation. Because God has not given up. God has not given up on us. God has not given up on you. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody tell you that he has because it's just not true. You can find me on Twitter at SPPreacherPod. You can email the show at thesingleparentpreacher at gmail.com. If you just need somebody to reach out to, if maybe you're struggling to find that friend that pastor that person to start having this dialogue with and you need somebody to talk to feel free to reach out if the message that you heard if you believe that this is something that helps you and you think can help other people I need your help so we can all help and support each other Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever service that you use. Leave a rating. Leave some stars. Leave a review, if you have the time to do that much. Every little bit, every little bit helps the show grow. Every little bit helps spread this message of hope of love of the simple fact that 
we are not alone. And that if you are a single parent, God hasn't given up on you. And you're not parenting alone.